When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. I be a rock, what am I supposed to do? What am I supposed to do? When I look into your eyes, I am not seeing a clue. I know you're going through it too. How can I stop loving you? We was at my boy's wedding, celebrating love. Now we sitting here like, what the hell is us? I want to freeze time for the hours that we rush. I Go DJ! Welcome to Royal Rebounds TV with Calvin and Barry. Just two crazy fans of the Sacramento Kings and they sharing their opinion. So be sure that you subscribe. It's for the fans, by the fans. Whether you chilling on the couch or wilding in the stands. For laid back conversations about the Kings, subscribe here. Staying down until we come up thinking this gonna be our year. We're here drinking beer, talking about the Kings. Be sure you subscribe so you can hear that bell ring. Yeah. What's up, Kings fans? Welcome to the Royal Rebounds Podcast. Excuse Barry over here. He forgot to set up the Twitter spaces, so we're running a, just a tad behind. How'd you know? All I said was, <laughs> oh, shit. I forgot. I'm your host. What's my name? Calvin. What's up, guys? How we doing? We all knew that this one was going to go uh, probably the way it did. Maybe not by as many points as somebody pointed out here in the chat, but... Um, look, two games left. It's clear what the Kings are prioritizing at this point. Barry, welcome in. How you doing, man? Happy Friday. Yeah, I'm doing great. It's Friday. It feels like Friday and it's my Friday. So I'm excited. Uh, Kings lose tonight, unfortunately, 119.97 to the Golden State Warriors, but that's okay. No deer and Fox tonight. No Domas Sabonis. Uh, no Kevin Herter. No Malik Monk. I'm surprised Harrison Barnes played tonight. I mean, the dude has he's started. Going, he's going for all 82. Every single game this year. It's absolutely incredible. But, hey, welcome, in everybody. Welcome into Royal Rebounds, the Sacramento Kings YouTube channel for fans, by fans. If you're a Kings fan, make sure you smash up that like button. Hit that subscribe button. We are live after every single Kings game. And, yes, we have one regular season Kings game left, and that is Sunday against the Denver Nuggets in Denver, and it's yep. an early, early game. They're going to be signing people off the street to play early in that game. game. No one's <laughs> playing in that game for either team. Yeah, it's an early game, 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Calvin and I will be live directly after the game here on YouTube and on Twitter Spaces, and we'll be giving Calvin a brand-new haircut. So 
If you want to vote on that, make sure you vote here on the poll in the chat. You can also vote on Twitter. And also, I for, always forget, but shout out to everybody that's listening to the audio version of this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music. You guys are awesome. We appreciate all of your support. And shout out to everybody that's here in the chat currently on YouTube. Ray is here. Alfie Man, Nate, Christian, Tom, uh, Amir is here. Good to see you all and welcome in uh ray wants to talk about the clippers calvin he says do you think the clippers lose tomorrow uh that's exactly what i wanted to talk about too uh, because with golden state winning tonight they moved up into the fifth seed in the western conference yes so the kings will not be facing them as of right now in the first round of the nba playoffs but we'll see what happens they have one game left against the portland trailblazers and the clippers have two games left so there's going to be some jockeying from position there. Calvin, what are your thoughts on Ray's question? You think the Clippers lose tomorrow? Uh, they're playing the Blazers? Uh, let me double check. Is that right? I believe so. One of their games is against the Blazers. It's going to be hard to lose to that team. I mean, that's another team that's, that's not playing anybody at this point. Blazers tomorrow, Suns on put Sunday. It. Blazers tomorrow, Suns on Sunday. Um, it, and the Warriors play the Blazers on Sunday. Yes, yes, they do. Uh, I would say they're going to try to win. I, I'm not totally sure. I mean, look, it's the NBA. I, I mean, if you if you try to lose games just because you, you want to avoid playing a team in the first round, um, you know, it's kind of the same mentality, I think, as, you know, worrying about who that first round op opponent is going to be. You, you're probably not going to win anything if that's the way that you're operating. I mean, it, we're fans, Calvin. We're not, I mean, maybe the players aren't thinking this way, but we can think this way. We're the fans. That's we're, true. Like, who do you want to see the Kings face in the first round? And don't give me this, I don't care. Who do you want to see them face? I mean, I've said it all along. I think the Clippers and the Warriors are, are probably the best first. They're, they're definitely no ordinary first round. I mean, I don't know what an ordinary first round team is. Everybody plays in the first round no matter what your seed is. So, yeah, I, I'm not sure what that means exactly, but... I think what he means is that as a top four seed that has home court advantage, you're expected to play against, like, a lesser team. Well, and yeah. so playing against, like, a Golden State Warriors or a Clippers, you didn't expect them to be this low in the standings, right? You thought that they would be a home, home court advantage team and that by getting the That's third seed true. like the Kings had – you'd be facing a little bit of a lesser team. I think that's what they're referring to. Yeah, that, that's true. I mean, that's that's the way it shakes out. Uh, look, I mean, the Warriors were the sixth seed last season, were they not? I don't remember. I believe they were. But, yeah, they were not They were not a favorite. Or was that the fourth? No, they were the fifth seed maybe. Let me, let me double check. I think check. they were the fifth seed actually. But every team probably has – you know, an opponent that they would rather play one than the other. I mean, if you're the Clippers and you're trying to lose so that you play the Kings in the first round, I mean, the Kings were three and one against them this season. And now you might not have Paul George going into that series. I know the Zubats Warriors didn't play in those two games. Were the two third of those seed games, last year. They were won the third seed? 53 games. Oh, Denver was the sixth seed. Is that right? Phoenix. Yes. Memphis. That's, that's Golden right. Golden State. Dallas, who lost today. Utah, Denver, Minnesota, and then the Clippers, yeah, didn't make it. I, I think it's un 
it's just unprecedented the fact that all these teams, if you go all the way down to 10, and even a couple of weeks ago, if you went all the way down to 12 in the Western Conference, were so close to each other, and it was such a, a crapshoot, basically, for who, not just who was going to play each other, but who was going to be in and who was going to be out. It's something that you haven't really seen to this magnitude, maybe, at least in recent memory. So I think people are making more of a deal about it because there's so many different scenarios well, involved. The reason we're making a big deal about this, Calvin, is because at this point last year, we were just talking about what we were going to no, do no, this no, But summer. we're not even talking about the Kings anymore. We're talking yeah. about other teams trying to, to jockey around for different positions because of their, you know, whether they want to be in the sixth spot or the fifth spot or what, or not missed or be in the plan or, yeah. um, it, you know, at this point in the season, uh, you've got the top half of the conference in both conferences that's starting to rest all their guys now, and everybody else is duking it out. Yep. You still want to be playing good basketball. So to go out there this late in the year and try to lose a game because you're worried about your playoff seating, if I'm a head coach, that is absolutely not the thing that I'm yeah, looking to yeah. do. I don't, I don't, not even close. I don't know if anybody's actively trying to do that, but I, who knows? Who knows? Um, but – the Eastern Conference is officially set in, in terms of the standings. Uh, you have Milwaukee, Boston, Philadelphia, Cleveland, New York, and Brooklyn. And, guys, we're going to get to tonight's game. Just, let's just get through this part. Um, but, like I said, the Bucks, the Celtics, the Sixers, the Cavs, the Knicks, and the Nets are all locked into the top six seeds here. Kyrie's probably pretty bummed that he left Brooklyn at this point. Uh, and then you have Miami. He, he could have played tonight and Atlanta, tried to get his team in. Right. <laughs> Miami, Atlanta, Toronto, and Chicago are the four teams in the play-in play bracket. As far as the Western Conference, you have Denver, Memphis, Sacramento, Phoenix um, are, are all locked in. Dallas got eliminated, as you mentioned tonight. He did not play, Kyrie? He, he sat. Well, including four other guys. I have yet to see the official reason for why he sat. But Interesting. Very weird. They had to win this game in order to stay alive, and, and he didn't play. And they're so. out. So you have Golden State. You have the L.A. Clippers, the L.A. Lakers, the New Orleans Pelicans, the Minnesota Timberwolves, all jockeying for a play-in or a playoff seed. Oklahoma City is the only one that's guaranteed to not be out of the play-in tournament. Um, in terms of being five or six, they're locked in that play-in tournament. But uh, we still got some some moving going on here in the next couple of days. Going to be pretty yeah. interesting. Yeah, it's going to come down to the last day. I, I you know, yeah. that was I think a a foregone conclusion weeks ago that because of how close this was and how many games they still all had left against each other. Yeah, you know, so pretty many wild. important games. Pretty wild. You weren't really going to know what was going to happen until the end. Christian says, when are you guys coming down to Sacramento? Calvin, you leave Wednesday night? I leave Thursday. Oh, Thursday? <clears throat> During the day. I get there okay. Thursday night. Okay. Um, and Barry gets there on Friday, and we'll be there yeah. the whole weekend. Yeah, I take the red eye Thursday night. I get there Friday morning. I'm going to be spending Friday day with my grandpa, uh, and then I'll be free Friday night. Saturday is picnic day. Uh, Sunday... And Monday I fly back, depending on when the Kings play. Uh, we'll be, you know, jockeying, trying to figure out exactly uh, what day we're going to be out and about. I mean, we're going to be out and about the whole time. But Definitely. I'm just saying in terms of being locked into the game, because, y you know, I'm, I'm into the game, Calvin. We still need to get our tickets as well. Yes, we do. 
Hey, F you, Timmy. Get out of here, Warriors fan. It's funny when he makes an appearance, right? Right? Only appearance of the season. <laughs> Shout out to Probably Timmy. Probably not. Maybe love his you. only comment. Love you, Timmy. Just Tim? kidding. We got to get back on the basketball court, Timmy. Uh, anyways, Calvin, let's talk about tonight's game before we jump into the, all the other things, because I know we do want to talk about them all. But hey, uh, 119 to 97, uh, Kings sat a bunch of players. Um, guys like Alex Len got more minutes tonight. We got to see Rashawn Holmes play tonight. Calvin, give me your first thoughts on the game tonight. I think my first thoughts are just what a difference a year makes, right? Because this time last year we were watching the same group or, you know, same types of players play all the second and third stringers. No, no Domas, no De'Aaron Fox, yep. um, but they were out of it. And this year, you know, even when the Warriors go on a big run and the Kings all of a sudden you realize that they're not going to win this game, you sit back and you're like, oh, well, they're going to play in the playoffs next week, so who the fuck cares? Yeah. It's just an incredibly different feeling watching a game like this this late in the season, you know, when you don't get to see a lot of your favorite players play as opposed to not just last season but the last 16 seasons. Yeah, and I know the Kings lost tonight, Calvin, but I got this urge to light the beam. I just feel like I should light the beam tonight. Uh, but I want to hear from you guys in the chat. I mean, we got a couple games left of the regular season, or one game left, n- not including tonight, of the regular season. Uh, and then we got some playoff games. We might not have many chances to light the beam. You guys want me to light the beam tonight, or is that Jinx the Kings? Let me know <laughs> in the chat. Uh, definitely don't want to be responsible for any of that stuff. Uh, but it's good to see Davion Mitchell get some run tonight. Unfortunately, he did not do it offensively, offensively for the Kings. Two of 13 from the field. One of six. One of six from three-point range. He almost shot as bad as Jordan Poole tonight. Jordan Poole. <laughs> almost, but Ofer, not quite. Right? Ofer for Jordan Poole? I think Poole? he did officially go over. I think he had eight points, right? Was that f- – let me double-check here before I talk some smack. Over for 10. Over for 10. But eight of nine at the free throw line. Yeah, wild. Wild for Jordan Poole. Um, but, I mean, honestly, Calvin, th- this to me – I missed the first quarter. I came in uh, in the second quarter, which, as Alfie Men said, was the best quarter of this game. Uh, the Kings were down by 17. They came back. They seemed like they were in it. They were they were playing good basketball. And then the third and the fourth quarters came, and the Warriors were just like, nope, we need this game. We're playing our starters. We need to win. Uh, and the rest is history. <laughs> the rest is history, yes. In terms of the box score tonight, Harrison Barnes – played 29 minutes this dude is uh we call him mr consistency this is 81st start of the season wow that is incredible 13 points three rebounds two assists five and nine from the field one of three from three-point range keegan murray adds another three onto his record one of five from three-point range but only four of 13 from the field tonight nine points four rebounds and three assists in 34 minutes of action alex len gets the start at the center position tonight. Alex Len, two of three from the field, five points, six rebounds, and two assists. I did like what I saw out of Alex Len tonight and some uh, some defensive prowlness as well. Davion also gets the start, plays 28 minutes, five points, two rebounds, and five assists, one of six, as I mentioned, from three-point range, two of 13 from the field. 
Terrence Davis starts at the shooting guard position, 32 minutes of action, 4 of 16. I mean, I'm seeing a trend here, Calvin, of guys not shooting well uh, for the Kings. But 4 of 16 from the field for him, 2 of 10 from three-point range, 10 points, a rebound, and 3 assists for Terrence Davis tonight. Trey Lyles, dude, probably uh, one of the best performances of the night goes to Trey Lyles in terms of the Sacramento Kings. Only 22 minutes of action, but 15 points, 8 rebounds, an assist, 6 of 12 from the field, 3 of 7 from three-point range chemezi puts up 15 points on five of eight shooting in 17 minutes of action uh, along with eight rebounds Rashawn holmes also plays uh wow 15 minutes for Rashawn tonight five of 11 from the field and calvin he makes his only three-pointer of the night 11 points three rebounds and three assists for Rashawn kessler edwards six points two rebounds and two assists in 23 minutes pj dozier probably the most minutes he's played in a game this year 20 minutes Three of ten, one of six from three-point range, seven points, two rebounds, three assists. Keon Ellis, one point, one rebound, four minutes of action. That was a lot. That was a lot. I'm trying to get it all out there. I got to keep all my Kings fans well <laughs> lot, informed, dude. I want them to the know empty stats there. Yeah, but I want them to, dude. I want, <laughs> I want people that after they watch this show, I want you to be able to go to a bar, maybe today, tomorrow, the next day. And I want you to sound smarter than every other basketball fan out there where you're like, oh, yeah, Rashawn Holmes. You don't think any of these guys have the ESPN app? Rashawn Holmes made it three. Calvin, there's different types of learners out there. (laughs) You know, there's visual learners. There's audio learners. Sometimes it helps when you hear somebody repeat it. Um, But I I don't know. I'm here to help you guys. Calvin, take it away. Um, Well... Take it away. You want me to talk about the box score some more so we can make yeah, everybody apparently smarter? Yeah, it doesn't help when I talk, so <laughs> go for it. No, I'm just giving you a hard time, of course. I mean, the, look, the Kings didn't shoot well. That's the, the thing that pops out the most from the box 38% score. 38% from the field. Uh, yeah, it was horrible. But I think if, you, if you're the Kings, what can you take away from this game? Number one, you talked about Trey Lyles. Uh, the dude's been very, very stellar for them all season long off the bench. The last, you know, maybe... 10 to 12 games or so he hasn't quite been himself but he had a bounce back game today which is a really positive thing to look for going into the playoffs they're going to need him they're going to need everybody on this bench unit um and to see metu play after play and play well be efficient i mean kavan looney really could not stay with him and metu only has one move jab step left go right <laughs> but looney didn't didn't do anything to stop it. Uh, I mean, yeah. Metsu's just a little bit quicker, a little bit more athletic. Um, that could potentially be a good matchup, you know, in the postseason if these two teams are going to go head-to-head. Uh, you have to like, you know, other matchups in this game, uh, in this series that we can talk about later. But um, I, I think that this was – I've said it all along. I felt like it was important to get guys rest these yeah. last couple of games – I know they're going to have, you know, a week off or six days off when the playing tournament's going on, but every extra day counts, um, and every extra moment that you don't risk playing them where they could get injured, maybe Fox tweaks his hamstrings, something like that. I mean, I think it's important. So tonight, this was a good thing, I think, overall for the Kings to get these other guys minutes. Uh, and have Lyles have a bounce back Tonight game. we saw the Warriors up 20, and they still had the starters out there for a while. Yeah. Did that surprise you? Not really. I mean, the, the Warriors bench is not very – Yeah. They, they play guys, but, but they don't have a huge, but you very, mentioned very like deep bench. An, Even Moses Moody. Another minute Moody of being out there of and potentially getting injured. And I was watching the game, and they were up 20-something. You still had Thompson, Curry out there. 
Well, again, you have to think the Warriors have had a very opposite season from Sacramento. The Kings uh, starting lineup has played more minutes together than any other starting lineup in the NBA. The Warriors have had a lot of guys in and out due to injury this season. Past couple of seasons, we talk about playing your best basketball at the right time. They finally got Gary Payton back. They want to play him yeah. with Steph and Clay. He's looking so good, man. Yeah, I, I mean, they're going to do the same thing with Andrew Wiggins. I don't know if they do it before the end of the regular season, but um, it, the Warriors are, are in that mode of trying to – they have to win, first of all, in order to avoid sliding out of yeah. the, the top six. Um, and they also are trying to get some of that mojo back from last season's postseason runs. So Very true. I'm not surprised to see that they played starters big minutes. Yeah. Man, Gary Payton, he is playing extremely well, Christian. Uh, He's the one guy that I really wish the Kings made a move for at the deadline because I think that he really could have helped this basketball team. We also see Dante DiVincenzo playing well tonight also. He's played well for uh, them all year. Looking at the team stats here, I mean, there's no wonder the Kings (laughs) lost the game, right? If I would have told you no Fox – no Sabonis, no Monk, no Herder. You're like, hey, the Kings lost this game, right? Straight yeah. up, Kings lost. But then what if I told you, Calvin, and, and as I go down, do these stats get worse? The Kings shot 38.8% from the field, 28% from the three-point line, 55% from the free throw line. Yeah, not good. They get out-rebounded by the Warriors 40-47. to 47. Only 24 assists tonight for the Kings. Um, 12 turnovers. Wow, the Warriors had 24 turnovers tonight. That's the only reason why the Kings were in this game at, at any point. That's been a, an Achilles heel for them all year long. And another thing that will benefit Sacramento if these two teams play each other in the first round. Biggest lead for the Warriors, 24 points. Biggest lead for the Kings, Goose egg. Zero. Zero, zero, zero. That's quite, quite unfortunate. Uh, Calvin, I mean, I uh, I watched the second quarter of this game. Like I said, I missed the first quarter. I watched second, third, fourth. You know on YouTube TV when you hit join a game and sometimes it gives you options of, like, the network that you want to watch it on? Yeah. I mistakenly watched the second quarter on the Warriors, Warriors network. network. Nice. And you know how those announcers just drive me crazy. Do you know, do you know who, they're, who they are? It's, it's Azabuki, uh, it's, right? It's Kalena, Kalena Azabuki is the color commentator, and it's Bob something yeah, is the God. play-by-play. Timmy knows. Timmy, who's the play-by-play yeah, guy Timmy, for Timmy, your the announcers are so cringe. It's, it's bad, dude. Like Maybe it's just me. I get a headache listening to those guys. They can be tough to listen to. Bob, sure. especially Bob. Bob's the worst. Worst announcer in the NBA. Oh, wow. Worst. Worst, worst, worst. I don't know. I don't know who the Clippers announcers are, but he's pretty bad, too. Yeah, they are. They are. But I'm just saying, you know, Pelicans, worst team name. Suns, worst mascot. (laughs) Warriors, worst Worst announcer in the NBA. It's it's really, really bad. Really bad. Alfie Man says, a good practice lesson for the Kings second string team. Yeah, I agree. We also saw Bobby Jackson in the house tonight sitting with the coaching staff. Calvin, I love the connection between the Kings and the Stockton Kings. I, I love what they're building. And, you know, honestly, I'm not going to lie. I don't pay attention to a lot of G League teams especially other teams in their Neither connections. 
But it just seems like the connection between the Sacramento Kings and the Stockton Kings is very fluid. We've seen players go back and forth. Obviously, Vivek and his daughter are very connected. Uh, And now we saw Bobby Jackson tonight with the Kings coaching staff. Like, I just love the continuity between these two teams. And I think that as the Stockton Kings continue to grow, it's going to help the Sacramento Kings. Oh, without a doubt. I mean, how could it not? Um, And who, I have no idea what the number on this is, but, you know, how many um, G League affiliates have a former player of their, you know, the, the real club yep. or the big brother club coaching that team. Uh, it's that's part more part of the connection that you talk about. And um, he's clearly trying to get these guys ready to play in the NBA, which of course is the goal of all G league teams. But um, I, I think that the Kings are going about it in, in a really good way. And Bobby Jackson is a great fit for that role. Yeah. And he's got connections obviously with the Kings. Uh, he's got connections with, Doug Christie, who's on the coaching staff, they did play together. So there's connections all over the place. But I just want to shout them out. I really love what they're doing. Uh, shout out to Jeff the Lefty. He said the Kings had a 0% chance at 50 wins, and he the is Correction, correct. Jeff, they do now. Yeah, They did have a chance at 50 wins. But he's, he is correct. Uh, but, hey, they could still get 49 wins, like Martin said. That's true. But Calvin thinks uh, that Sunday's game, everybody's sitting. What does that mean? It's true. I, you know. Thinking about flying to Denver Who's on got Sunday a cheaper because bench? I might or, or, I've got my Go Sacks jersey on. They might just put me in. Who's got a better bench, deeper bench? Ooh, that's tough. I, I mean, the Nuggets do. I think both teams have a pretty deep bench. Um, Denver's got guys that are I really like a lot, and, and some of them just haven't even really played much for them this year. Peyton Watson is a guy that's definitely on my radar. 20-year-old rookie from UCLA. Um, he's only appeared in like 21 games for them this season, but mm-hmm. uh, he has a lot of upside. Six-foot-eight wing um, with great length, can shoot, can handle the ball. If he becomes a, a really good two-way player, you know, watch out. And then they got Reggie Jackson, a guy that they signed out of the buyout market, <laughs> who I, like I know you don't like, but, you know, that's just another horse in the stable. So both teams have a deep bench, I would say. Yeah. Um, the Nuggets have a lot of young players that are – there's a lot of potential with them, but you really don't know kind of what the – maybe the ceiling is or what level they're going to get to. Yeah. Christian Brown is a guy that's making big waves right now. He had a really good game in Phoenix last night playing big-time minutes. Um, he went to Kansas. He's a really, really good young player. So uh, the Nuggets, just like the Kings, have a lot of these young guys who uh, they're really excited about. Yeah. Uh, Della Vadova, broken hand or is it broken finger? I'm not fully sure. Broken. You don't have the ESPN something app? In, I have it. <laughs> uh, apparently you don't. <laughs> uh, shout out to Die Hard Fred. Says full strength Sacramento is not what anyone wants to play in a series. The league knows they're dangerous. All the outside noise is media talking. Nobody on a team is calling out the Kings straight up. Calvin, you agree or disagree? Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, it's. I think it's easy for us to say that having watched them all year long. You know, if you ask the the casual basketball fan, that they're not going to agree with that. But again, we we've been over this. Sacramento's got a win in the postseason for everybody. 
um, to, you know, give them their respect. But on the flip side of that, you know, the Kings are going to have a lot of bulletin board material to work with. Timmy, you should watch every show. We've already been over this. Delavadova broken index finger. Broken index finger. Had surgery, successful, should be good. Uh, my prediction, Timmy, is that the Kings sweep the Warriors in the first round, and uh, they go on. <laughs> they go on to the Western Conference Finals from there. Uh, my prediction is that the Golden State Warriors will. Uh, this will be the last year they win over forty games for five years. Wow, they're they're on the decline. I think he was asking for a prediction on the Kings, but oh, Kings are going to win the title. There's my prediction. <laughs> How's that? How's that, Timmy? Baby steps. Yeah, but no, uh, I do have to say, Calvin, one thing I really enjoyed about this game was watching the Kings leave Draymond Green wide open at the three-point shot, and he just bricks it. It's great. It's great. It's great. It's like he, it's like he just forgot how to shoot threes because there, there, there was a moment there where he could make a three every once in a while. Now he's not even close. Well, there's, there was a moment where he made more than once in a while threes. He was a, a pretty steady three-point shooter for a couple of years there. But uh, when you play with guys that are, you know, a thousand million billion times better shooters than you are, you, just you, up. you end up just passing the ball and stop shooting. That's just the way yeah, it goes. 2015-16 season, he was shooting 38% from three. Not bad. Three attempts a game. Very limited, but not bad at all. Uh, and then Effective. Yeah, slowly dips down here. Effective he's, when needed. He's at 30% this year on less than two attempts. Yeah, just not, not so good. What do you think is going to happen with Draymond at the end of the year, Cal? Think he's out? Think he's gone? Is he going to the Pistons? I, I just don't see the... The Warriors being willing to spend, you know, the type of money. Can they? I don't know if they uh, can. Exactly. That's the, the new point. CBA. Like, yeah. I saw the projected salary cap for uh, next year is like 106. And they haven't officially made these numbers yet, but projected salary cap is like 162 million. And then the luxury tax line is going to be something like 7 million above that or, or something. Um, so the, the Warriors have a lot of money committed already. Draymond Green has a player option next year of $27 million. Dude, the Warriors' salary is $211 million next year. It's wild. $211 million. Jordan Poole starts his new max contract. He's making $28 million. Wiggins makes $24 million on his new deal. You got $43 million for Clay Thompson last year of his deal and $51.9 million for Steph Curry. Crazy. That is out. How did this world, dude? Like, I can't you even can't, like, fathom. can't say that he doesn't deserve it. But I can't even fathom. How do they hold this place together? How What place together? The Warriors. Well, have you been to that new uh, arena? Man, that's that's wild. They're, they're definitely going to look like a much different team next year that is 
For sure. Guys, you're going to have to tech. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Nick, Nick's not here. Yeah. He's not on Sorry, Twitter Spaces. Uh, otherwise, you're stuck with us. He's not available. Um, but hey, I got Tanvir here. You guys want to hear from Tanvir? Well, we'll wait. We'll wait for him in the chat. <laughs> no, we don't even need to wait. We know they want Tanvir. Tanvir, what's up? I don't know, dude. Why are you coming out of my phone and you're not on uh, the roadcaster? Hold on. I screwed it up, dude. You screwed up, man. Have you been hearing us this whole time or no? <laughs> oh, uh-oh. Is that better? Can you hear uh, me? Yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yeah, we, we can hear you better. Dude, I just screwed up the okay. whole podcast today. Oh, man. Oh, well. It happened. Yeah. Oh, well. We're here. Another day. Oh, well. We're here. <laughs> How you feeling, man? How you doing? Hey, man, it's good, man. Ain't not worried about this loss at all, man. Not at all. We played a great, man. The team played awesome, man. Can't say anything about it. Just wish we could have hit those free throws, though. Missing those kind of hurt, but it's all good. Dude, we missed a lot of uh, every shot, dude. <laughs> Even threes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A lot of threes. A lot of threes. Hey, a lot, a lot of threes. Okay. Uh, well, are you ready to hang out with us next weekend, Tanvir? Uh, well, I I have plans actually. <laughs> I have plans, man. What? I got plans, man. You're going to the Kings Won't game, right? Won't be able to. I'm try I'm trying to get in. <laughs> I won't get the tickets though, but okay. probably go to a restaurant and back. All right, we'll definitely see you at the Kings game then. For sure. Even if we don't get in, dude, we can watch outside. Oh yeah. But um, I mean, how are you how are you just feeling about the overall state of the Kings? You got one game left on the regular season. Yeah. What what else what else is there to do for the Kings to get ready for the playoffs? Hey man, just do what they're doing, man. Finish this last game out. Let's get ready for the first round. 
of the playoffs, man. That shit's about to be amazing, man. It's going to be loud as hell, packed. Man, I can't wait, man. I'm so excited. This fan base deserves all of it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's not really much you can do as a fan, right? Sit back, let Mike Brown do his thing. Uh, We saw a ton of guys play tonight. Um, And we've been seeing guys like Alex Len get a lot more minutes. Uh, Calvin, what are your thoughts in terms of, like, Alex Len playing more for this team? Um, Because I'm a little mixed, right? First off, I'm like, Alex Len hasn't played pretty much the whole season. The Kings have been really, really good basketball team. Why mess with what's working now? However, I do understand, you know, the need for resting players right now, trying some other things, getting some looks for other players, get confidence up for other players. But then, like, once the playoffs start, is it just Alex Len back to the bench and you don't play him again because you want to go with the lineup that things were working out during the season? Playoffs is, you know, very much about matchups. I I do think that depending on who the Kings draw in that first round will have a large say in how many minutes Alex Len plays. Uh, That being said, I mean, he's given you good minutes in in the time that he's been asked to play down the stretch of the season. It's nice to know that you have a a guy who has a lot of size, can contest shots at the rim, Mm -hmm. um, you know, handle some of the bigger bodies in the NBA. If you end up playing a team like Minnesota, for example, it's great to know that you have that available. I think that we're putting, we're, we're thinking about this a little too much though. Savonis is going to play 40 plus minutes in, oh, yeah. in the postseason. Oh yeah. doesn't matter who the opponent is. He's going to play. You just need a guy that's going to, that you can rely on to come in and give you a few good minutes here or there. Or if Domas ends up getting in early foul trouble and you have to go a little bit deeper into the bench that that's what you're looking for here. And I think Alex Lynn is capable of doing that. We're talking about something like 10 to 13 minutes a game. He's definitely capable of doing that, but I absolutely think it's going to be matchup dependent. If they end up playing the warriors in the first round, you're probably not going to see a lot. You saw a ton of him tonight because Domas didn't play. Um, But I think you could see Rashawn Holmes. You could see a lot of Metu in that series. So Alex Len playing guaranteed or in every game in that series is certainly not a um, done deal, I would say. Shout out to Patrick and Sass for joining in here. Also, Amir, good to see you guys. Uh, I mean, are you are you taking Len over Rashawn Holmes at this point? I'm not really sure which one to go with either way. I, I mean, That's neither too. either one of them neither one of them has been a staple in the lineup from, you know, any part of the season, really, even these last six games or so. uh, I think that you could potentially see either one, depending on who they they end up playing in the first round. But again, to me, it's, this is not a, um, we need this person to come in and give us, you know, X amount of points, or we need them to do X, Y, and Z. It's, we just need somebody to give Sabonis a break. And whether or not they play somebody that has a huge lineup like the Lakers, who got guys that are big coming off the bench, or you play the Warriors, who Kavon Looney is really their only big man. Mm-hmm. Uh, and even he is, you know, he's been plant guarding big men for a long time in this league. Yep. But outside of that, I mean, you've got Kaminga 
um, and Anthony Lamb. Those guys are not big men. Uh, they're 6'8", six, 6'9". Six, so I think you, you would see Metu. You would see maybe Rashawn Holmes. But it, it's only for sparing amounts of minutes. What about you, Tanvir? You like Alex Len or Rashawn Holmes? I like Alex Len, man. He's been amazing, man, so far. I like, I like the way he's been playing. What, so I mean, far, what I like do you it. like about him better? Just the fact that he's been playing better lately? Or do you think that his game better complements the second unit? Um, like how he, um, for the second unit, how he could come in and like uh, block those shots at times. His defense has been, been pretty nice, getting them, uh, getting the rebound. So I have no complaints over that. Alex Lynn's been nice. Yeah, I mean, I think he's definitely more of a rim protector than a guy like Rashawn Holmes. He's a little bit bigger body. Um, but I, I'm so mixed. I, I just feel like it depends on, on the matchup, and maybe that's a cop-out for me. But I think that Rashawn Holmes can run the small ball lineup a little bit better, and Alex Len's going to give you a bigger lineup. That's kind of where I'm at. To me, Alex Len is better suited playing with the starters than he is with the bench. Yeah. yeah. I mean, when – the second unit is in. Who's a, the guy that primarily handles the ball? Malik Monk. Yeah. Right. You give him Metu and uh, Rashawn Holmes, those guys are lob threats all day. Yep. Oh, that, I think, is yep. a much better pair. Whereas if you were to play, and this is why it's key that, that uh, Mike Brown staggers minutes, right, with Sabonis and Fox. Mm -hmm. If you play Alex Lynn out there with Kevin Herter and um, De'Aaron Fox, that's a positive for those guys because pick and roll is really good for them. They're able to create right. off the dribble for themselves, for others. They're both really good mid-range shooters. Um, and there's always, of course, you know, a dump-off pass, and Alex Lane can get to the basket maybe for a hook shot or something like that. Uh, but I think that Len is, for his skill set, he's much better off playing alongside Fox and Herter than he is playing with Davion and Malik. Okay. Okay, I feel you. I feel you on that. Uh, we've got some people here chiming in in the chat on Calvin's haircut. As you guys can see, we have a poll <laughs> going on in the chat for Cal's new hairdo on Sunday the 9th. we got Mohawk at 20% right now. Purple Beam is leading the pack at 48%. I, I want to hear what you guys in the chat think a Purple Beam haircut is. we got the bowl cut at 28%, and then we have the skull at, at 4%. I Sorry, Gotham. In the chat, say uh, Zoolander haircut. I believe it was Gilbert. How about a Zoolander? I feel like I kind of got a Zoolander looking haircut going right now. Maybe my hair is not quite long enough. Man, it that's great. Uh, it's too probably too little, too late now. There's no, if you add another hairstyle in there, there's no way it's going to get enough votes between now and Sunday uh, to overtake any of know? these. Mohawk and Bullcut have over fifty votes each. I did the yeah. math yeah. after the last show. Uh, so yeah, you heard it, Gilbert. If you want, uh, you got to go on Twitter and vote for other with like 80, uh, alt accounts and maybe <laughs> you can, uh, get towards the top. But yeah, Calvin, you want to give us a rundown of, of what, what the votes are looking like right now? It's a, it's a tight race. Sorry. My computer went asleep. Let's do um, the numbers here. It's looking like the Western conference playoff route. Actually, it, this is not including today's show or today's votes but as of the final the last show uh and this is including the twitter okay votes also so we're just waiting on florida but we're just waiting on florida bowl cut is in the lead 
just so narrowly with 53 votes yes. over Mohawk with 52 votes. Okay. Skullet has 36 votes. And here's where it gets confusing because we had other for two shows as a category. Yep. And then you had uh, buzz cut for one show and now purple beam for two shows. So you could maybe combine all of those into other or yeah. they, ha- I don't know buzz how we, cut with a how we're going to do that. So other has 14 votes. Buzz cut has nine votes and Purple Beam is going to have a lot more votes after this show, but it has seven votes. I think Purple Beam has 14, so 21 votes now Yeah, for Purple Beam. Still a long way away from getting to Bowl Cut. Pretty good. Yeah, yeah. It looks like Bowl Cut's the leader right now. Yeah, it looks like it. What's 25% of, of 28? That's seven? Seven more votes. Seven more. Yeah, that's pretty good. So it, it's a tight race between Bowl Cut and Mohawk. Gilbert said, just got a Mike Brown tattoo. Shout out to Gilbert. Post nice. it on Twitter. It didn't happen, Gilbert. Tag us on Twitter or it didn't happen. Yep. We need the receipts. We need the receipts. But, hey, we're definitely down. Dude, I'm down to get a King's tattoo when I'm in Sacramento. If somebody will come with me, because uh, I'm definitely, definitely down. But, anyways, Calvin, anything else you want to mention tonight about the game? Uh, I said at the top of the show, Kings lose 97-119 to 119 to the Golden State Warriors. Bunch of Kings sat tonight. The Warriors really needed this game. Not so much for the Sacramento Kings. But any, any final thoughts on the game? I just think that despite the fact that it was a loss um, and a bad loss at that, you did see a lot of reasons why the Warriors would be a good playoff first-round playoff matchup for the Kings here. Uh, I mean, we've talked about the obvious ones, size, the Warriors' terrible road record, um, but turnovers have been a big problem for them all year long. The Kings definitely play much, much better when they're able to force turnovers, get get out in space and transition. Um, Warriors had 24 turnovers today and still won by whatever it was, 20-plus points. That That is hard to do yeah. against any team. 23? I think they're 22. definitely – you know, Andrew Wiggins coming back is a big wild card or question mark. He's missed a lot of games. You know, how in shape is he going to be? How ready is he for playoff basketball? How much of a – an impact does he have right away? Um, what's his shot look like? If he's able to knock down outside shots and, and be the guy that he was defensively for them last year, of course that changes stuff a lot for Golden State. But there are a lot of areas that I think the Kings can attack on this team. I mean, Kevon Looney has been a, a really, really rock-solid guy for this franchise for a long time. He's not stopping Sabonis in the paint. And who do they have outside of that? Nobody to go against that matchup. I love that matchup for the Kings. I think they can attack Jordan Poole defensively. Mm. He's a guy that that thinks he's a superstar in this league already. Yeah. Not in my mind. I mean, he's a very, very great offensive player. A little streaky still at times, mm-hmm. um, but a very dangerous offensive player. You're not a superstar in the NBA, in my opinion, unless you can do it on both sides yep. of the ball. I think that's a very easy matchup to attack offensively for Sacramento. Um, and, and then even with Wiggins back, uh, who does he guard? You know, Do they try to put him on Fox for somebody that has uh, you know, more length, make yep. it a little challenging for him? If that's the case, I'm going to Kevin Herter. I'm going to the, all these guys all day to create off the dribble. I think the Kings can score a lot of points on this team. And I don't know what it is about the Warriors, but 
for a team that's won four titles in what is it, eight years, nine years? Yeah, something like that. They just have this attitude about them now a days, like the league owes them something. Yeah. I think they you saw it a little bit tonight. They were up big, but they still looked rattled. Yeah, they Jordan Poole like the underdog. looks rattled yeah. all the time or he gets into it with officiate officials all the time. We know Draymond Green is one, you know, play away from going absolutely psycho at any moment. Yep. For a, a, a championship team or or a team that has all this championship pedigree with it, you know, you saw it last year. They started talking a lot more and going into the this, this season with the yep, Memphis the Grizzlies, Grizzlies yep. all that stuff. I'm not saying the Warriors are not a good team or they're not capable of pulling off another run. Steph Curry and Klay Thompson are, you know, two of the best to ever do it, and they're very, very dangerous. But for a team with all of that championship prowess and pedigree, they seem like they can crack a little bit. Yeah. They don't have the, the confidence in the swag that you would imagine from yes. a team. And not, maybe not to mention the bench is is thin. Yeah. I, I mean, DiVincenzo's played great for them all year. Kaminga has been has taken a couple steps forward. Um, but I, you know, this is a, a matchup that I think it would be a really exciting series, probably a lot of points. But there you can see areas where the Kings can definitely not just attack but win and have big advantages on this team. Yeah, I mean, maybe it's yes, Dennis. Paul George is still out. Um, yeah, I, I totally agree with you on that point, Calvin. Like, they don't look like a dynasty in terms of the way they act. Um, and maybe it's just because I'm used to a team like the Spurs that was great for so long, and they just have this like confidence and swagger to them where it, it's like you don't need to talk back because your game does the talking. And I feel like Golden State's did that for a couple years, and then they've kind of gotten away from that. And so I really don't know what's happening with them. But uh, you mentioned Andrew Wiggins. He's the one that really pops out most to me. You know, this is a guy who last played on February 13th. He's not. He didn't play tonight. He's not going to play on their final game on Sunday. Um, so it's like you haven't played in two months, and then you're just going to, like, jump in there and get ready for playoff action. Yeah. Probably not going to start, right? Would you start him? I I would. You would start him? Yeah. Yeah, that's tough. Yeah, that's tough. Uh, I was actually talking to a Warriors fan at the bar today um, about Andrew Wiggins, and we were talking about the, the rumors about, you know, what happened. He thought it had something to do with Wiggins' father, uh, maybe health or something like that. Uh, and then you have your theory that you heard as well. I heard that from somebody on this show. Oh, I forget okay. who it was, but okay. All I have say to say it was Ivan or uh, okay. Progressive, Progressive G. All maybe. I have to say is it's interesting that the last game that he played was the day before Valentine's Day. And then there's that joke going around, right? That like when Valentine's Day, you find out like if your significant other has other significant others, right? Yeah, it's like whether yeah. you find out if you're the real one or not. But uh, uh, I just feel for Andrew Wiggins. Really, really tough situation for him. I hope he can bounce yeah. back. One of my favorite players uh, and love the nickname Maple Jordan. My favorite nickname. <laughs> it's a good one. In the NBA, Maple Jordan. And it, it's real easy for people to to point out and say, well, the Kings were one and three against the Warriors this year. Yeah. But three of those four games they played in the first 15 games of the season before the Kings really were the Kings that yep. we've come to know this season. 
And then this last game, they they didn't play anybody. So yeah. I think you throw that record completely out the out the window. I agree. Uh, Tanvir, I see you spamming up some purple hearts. I love it. What are your thoughts on the yep. Warriors? I don't know what to think about them, bro. <laughs> They're I mean, in their own world right with, now, man. With Calvin and I, that they don't seem like a championship yeah, dynasty team, like yeah. the way they act. I, I don't see that anymore either. They lost. They lost that, man. It's like they lost <laughs> their think. mojo or something. Oh yeah. And I, I mean, think just by seeing us, they're scared. That's why. Yeah, you saw it a little bit last year, and it was almost yeah. like I felt like last year they they weren't completely confident with themselves, and then when they won the title, it was almost like a surprise to themselves that they were able to do it. And so then they right. started talking all this smack. They're like, yeah, we are that team. We're back, all this. And then as soon as I saw that Jordan Poole-Draymond Green incident happen, I called it here oh, on the yeah. show. I said, this yeah. is the end of the Warriors dynasty right here. Oh yeah. Yes, they're in the playoffs, but I really don't see them doing any damage in the playoffs this year. I agree. I Yeah, 100%. Yeah, Gilbert says it was the punch. I totally agree. Um, yeah. Well, here's here's a question for you, Tanvir. I mean, you heard me mention Golden State's salary cap situation, right? right? They are paying a bunch of money to players. Draymond is pretty much in control of his own destiny. He's got a $27 million player option for next year, but he is 33 years old. Do you think right. that he opts out to sign a long-term deal with another team or do you think he opts in because he doesn't want to leave the Warriors? Well, that's a, that's a good question, Barry. That's a really good question. What would I you think do he if may you were him? Just, Well, just stay with the Warriors, to be honest. Finish you would opt in? Out. Yeah. What about you, Cal? I'd opt out because, honestly, this I think this is the last chance that he gets a real meaningful contract in the NBA. Hmm. I mean, do you see a team that can pay him the money that he wants and give him a chance to compete for a title? Um, I don't think so. Probably not, but that doesn't mean that there are not situations out there that he would be in favor of. You know, can give him money, i.e. the Detroit Pistons. What about the Lakers? I mean, that was the, the joke. They're not right? going to be able to pay him. But that was the joke, right? The long term like, deal. He's like, I'm going to go pay. Come and go play with LeBron if you yeah. guys are. Gonna I'm pay sure me. He, he would want to, but he's going to yeah. have to accept less money if that's the case. Oh yeah. Yeah, I'm interested in that because uh, I know that's interesting. By getting rid of Westbrook and getting D'Angelo Russell, a guy that they probably want to re-sign, they yeah. might have a little bit of flexibility here, you know, in terms mm -hmm. of bringing on Draymond Green and then re-signing D'Angelo Russell. You have LeBron James. Holy cow, he's making a lot of money next year. $53 million <laughs> next year. Anthony Davis is making $40 million next year. So that's... 93 million between those two guys. That is a lot of money. That's, Malik, that's, that's insane, bro. Right? Malik Beasley, Crazy. $16 million, but that's a team option. So they could say, sorry, yeah. Malik, 
we don't want you, which yeah. I don't or know. Or they could try to rework he's, his yeah, deal. He's 26. Yeah, or they could do that. He's only 26. Mo Bamba's That's partially crazy. guaranteed $10 million next year. He's only 24. Then you got Jared Vanderbilt and a couple other young guys. So mm-hmm. they could potentially offer Draymond Green, I want to say, 15 to $20 million. They could, but then how much money are they going to have left to build the rest of their team? It's all—it's always the same right. thing with a LeBron James-led team, mm-hmm. right? Hundred percent. It's mm-hmm. him and probably two other guys that you're going to commit a lot of money to, and then right. you're basically just kind of scavenging for those mid-level exception players, the one-year deals, mm-hmm. um, the shooters, and all that other stuff that you can you can put around him or around them. So it, it's you know Draymond. That's certainly a a potential landing spot for him. But the question is, you know, if Detroit offers him 20 plus million a year for four years or something like that, mm-hmm. would you rather do that and go to go play at home and in front of all your friends and family and stuff every day, but probably mm-hmm. lose a bunch? Yeah. Or do you want one more mm-hmm. shot at a title where you're going to have to make way less than that? Right. And they're probably not going to offer him a long-term deal either if he, if he yeah. goes to the Lakers. Mm-hmm. It'll be a one-year with maybe a yeah. player option or something for the second year. Right. Yeah, maybe. Because that's not yeah. how LeBron James' teams are built. You don't give guys long, yeah. especially guys that are that, are that old, long-term yeah. contracts. Well, his, his deal would probably line up with LeBron, and LeBron's got two years left on his deal. So it would yeah. probably be two years or, or something like that. Um, but also, I think another thing to mention, too, is the fact that a lot of these guys, like their window to make money is very limited. We've already seen Draymond Green have his own podcast. He's been on ESPN, all these kind of things. So I feel like Draymond Green can get another big contract not in basketball. And that's being an yeah, analyst or sure. something like that. So maybe the money isn't all that matters to him in terms of the final years in the NBA for him. Maybe it's competing. That's true. It's still not the same amount of money that the, that they're paying in the NBA right now, though. Yeah. Whatever that contract is for broadcasting, it's not the same amount of money that you could make for four years. He's not the getting NBA. the Tom Brady deal? No, he's not. Okay. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Uh, somebody mentioned the Dallas. But even the Tom Brady deal, that's over a span of 10 years. Yeah. You know, you could make that yeah. $100 million in four years in yeah, the NBA. That's true. Someone mentioned uh, Dallas. Maybe he could go play with Dallas, which prompted me to look up why Kyrie Irving didn't play tonight. I'm seeing a couple different articles here, one from the Dallas Morning News, and it says, have the Mavericks decided to organically tank? They arrested Christian Wood, they arrested Kyrie Irving, and Luka Doncic only played one quarter in the game today. Uh, An interesting thing they brought up, the Dallas Mavericks' first-round pick this year is top 10 protected. So they get to keep their pick now, Cal. Yeah. Weird. That's interesting. That's interesting. What was that, Tanvir? I said that. I said that was interesting. Right, right. I thought that was interesting as well. Um, and what happens with Kyrie Irving? Does he return or not? That's going to be yeah very weird. That's going to be interesting. Oh yeah. What's crazy is without those guys playing, they were actually up by double digits at home against Chicago, and the Bulls come back and yeah. win that game by three. Yeah. So they, they almost screwed themselves over 
yeah. twice, you know, yeah. <laughs> like in the same game. <laughs> yeah, that's that's really, really strange. All right, guys, I want to uh, switch gears here and talk about Sunday's game against the Denver Nuggets. It is in Denver. It's the final game of the season, regular season, for the Sacramento Kings. Calvin, you mentioned a lot of guys you expect to rest for this game. Uh, what are you looking forward to on Sunday's matchup? Um, I'm looking forward to, again, you know, getting a chance to see some guys play that you don't generally see play much to see what they can really do uh, on both sides. You know, I, I mentioned I watched actually a good portion of that Denver Phoenix game yesterday when Denver was resting everybody and it was a, an entertaining game. The yeah. Nuggets second string players kept that game tight for the whole way. Um, you know, I talked about Peyton Watson earlier. I, I'm a, going to enjoy watching him play a lot because he's a guy that I think, you know, if you're looking down the line, maybe at potential um, uh, additions to the Kings or, or trade targets or something like that. The kid's only 20 years old. He's got a lot of potential. Uh, and who knows, you know, what's going to happen with the Nuggets, who are another team that is, if that number of $162 million cap is really going to be, you know, accurate, mm -hmm. the Nuggets are already over it for next season. Yeah. And, and that's without, uh, you know, with a bunch of guys dropping off this team. So it's just fun to see kind of, you know, young guys get in the game and, and potential to see what they can do. I, I like uh, Keegan Murray having maybe another opportunity to be a, a little more of a, not necessarily the number one option, but more of a go-to guy, more of a go-to scoring option. I think it's good for his development, even though there were a lot of, you know, very uh, careless plays today he still struggles to put the ball on the floor finish with both hands at the rim but the you know these are type the types of moments that you need in order to get better I mean you can practice all day long and, and go against the same guys on your team all day long all year long in practice but it's different when you get in a game uh, and all of a sudden you're the the guy that they're they're looking to get the ball to yep. um, and not just as a catch and shoot option from three I think it's good for him to have these types of of opportunities. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I am uh, more excited for the post-game show than I'm excited for the game on Sunday, <laughs> Calvin, because it's going to be a celebration. I'm thinking we should bust out some champagne here in the studio. I, I'm going to need it, man. I, uh, yesterday, I'm not going to lie. Yesterday, I, I was feeling pretty bummed that yeah? I have to cut the hair. Really? Yeah. This is the first time that I've really felt like that. I don't You're know like why. in the mirror, running but your I was hair just like, your fingers. I was like, man, you know, it's hard work. Yeah. I put in a lot of work on this thing. Yeah, you did. How long is it now if you pull it all the way down? Uh, it's like down to, you know, probably where, past where Fox is. Wow. On my jersey. Okay. That's that's really, really wild. Um, Dennis says reality is setting in. It is. It is big time. For Calvin's haircut and for us Kings fans that the Kings are going to the playoffs. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah. I've, I don't even feel like I'm the kind of person where – like, for example, I'm leaving six days from now, Thursday night, to go to Sacramento, little mini vacation, going to see some family, going to see a Kings game, going to have some fun. It doesn't hit me yet. I'm not excited. Yeah. I'm not excited for it yet because it's, it's too far away. Once I get at the airport and I go through security, that's when I kind of start getting like, oh, yeah. here we yeah. go. It's, it doesn't even hit me when I'm packing, really. 
It hasn't hit me yet for the Kings making the playoffs. It just hasn't quite hit me. I think Sunday will be the day where it's like the regular season is over. We're doing a podcast. We're happy. We're excited. We're having fun. And there's going to be more Kings basketball, which is going to be really, really cool. Uh, I saw someone in here earlier talking about do we plan on doing uh, post-game uh, shows for the playoffs, uh, which is an interesting question and something that Calvin and I haven't really fully figured out yet because we will be going to a game, uh, the very first game. We will try and do a live show afterwards, whether it's going to be uh, on Twitter Spaces, whether it's going to be on YouTube, or whether we just want to meet a bunch of Kings fans and go out to a bar and talk about the Kings. It's going to be one of those three things, and maybe we'll do that all together on Twitter Spaces. Uh, but definitely that's Probably the plan. <laughs> depends on the outcome of the game, too. I mean, True. If they win the game, True. It, it's party time. True. <laughs> uh, so th- the schedule is going to be a little interesting on, on the very first one. After that, yes, we do plan on doing post-game. Calvin's going to be doing some traveling. I'm going to be doing some traveling. Uh, So we will be uh, on YouTube. We will be on Twitter spaces. I don't know if you're going to see our faces or maybe just one of our faces at a time, uh, but we'll definitely be covering the rest of the postseason for the Sacramento Kings. Uh, So don't worry about that. Uh, Calvin, I think this pretty much wraps us up tonight. Any other things on your mind? Just ready for this postseason to start. I'm ready for the Kings to know who their opponent is because I am getting a little tired of who would you rather play? What about about these guys? Oh, I don't like playing these guys, blah, blah, blah. It's just I just want to know who the team is so we can focus on that, as I'm sure the Kings do as well. You want (laughs) to wake up Christmas morning and you want to know what those presents are under the tree. It's time to open them up. It's time to open them up. It's fun to talk about it for a little bit, you know, the the possibilities and uh, all that stuff, matchups and everything. But it, it's all, you know, kind of like the Kings box score today. It's all yeah. kind of meaningless stats at this point because, yeah. it, you know, the postseason is a whole different game. Yeah, that's true. And Bouncer, maybe we will do some basketball at the bar stuff as well. As you can tell, the studio is much different. We're in the same place now. So maybe – just maybe we can create another studio in here and do that. It really depends on how far the Kings go into the playoffs this year. Um, but, hey, shout-out to everybody for watching. Shout-out to everybody for listening. We appreciate you all so, so, so much. Don't forget to smash up that like button. Hit that subscribe button. We will see you all on Sunday for the biggest party of your life. Uh, so thank you all so much for watching. In the meantime, go Kings. That's my bouncer.